Achieving success, being healthy and wealthy, and lifelong happiness is anyone's ultimate dream. In the grand scheme of things, self-doubt limits you from achieving great things. The path towards the zenith of success and controlling your life is at your hands. This is the Unlimited Influence. Reprogram your subconscious mind with Dr. David Snyder. They're internal associated or internal dissociated, or they're going to be external dissociated or external associated. The three magic questions protocol has one or the level one questions have one purpose only. This is important. It's to get them out of their head and into the world focused on you. The the, the state is called external dissociation. Okay. So how do you do this? It's really simple. You ask questions that relate. One second. I see a typo. You ask questions that relate to why they're there or who they're with. So you might say, hey, I'm curious. What do you think of the drink specials here tonight? Right. Or you might say, I'm curious if you're at like a wedding reception. What do you think of the band? What do you think of um, the centerpiece? Right. Right. So level one questions. And pretty much all the questions are always open ended. So when you're doing this process, you never ask a question that can be answered yes or no. Right. The moment you ask a question that can be answered yes or no, the conversation stops, especially if they're strangers. Okay. You always ask questions that require the person you're asking to give you an explanation, an opinion, or a story. I'll give you a really quick um, example. Um, I just got back. uh, I just, the reason I've been away for a while, I've been in Australia for the last almost three and a half weeks. Right. And one of the things that happens a lot of times when you're on an airplane is you wind up sitting next to people who are bored. And who who uh, who just want to strike up conversations with you that you don't necessarily want to talk to. So I'm on my way home from Australia. And there's a gentleman sitting next to me. Who is into all things forestry. And so every now and then I just want to field test my stuff, make sure I'm still uh, I'm still relevant. So uh, just uh, for the sake of it, I just hit him with the three magic questions. Pro. I asked him why he was here and what he was up to. And from there, I just kept asking questions, validate, paying attention, validating, echoing and asking again. He talked nonstop almost the entire flight until he fell asleep. Right. I didn't say 10 words. He never got my name. <laughs> I knew about his kids. I knew about I knew about his life. I knew how, you know, where he worked. I, I almost knew how actually almost knew how much he made. He gave it to me. Right? Why? Because I started with a superficial, non-threatening question. I asked the question. I paid attention. I validated his, his response. I echoed his words. I asked another question. Okay. So once again, when you start to do this process. Always try to get something that requires explanation, opinion, or story. Use the echo technique as much as you can through the entire process, and you will start to see indicators of interest, trust, and attraction being generated spontaneously very, very quickly. Okay? So um, we'll talk about softening. Um, Softeners are ways to lubricate the conversation so it doesn't sound like an interrogation. So let's, let's say, for example, uh, let me, uh, 
let me put the big picture back up. Okay, so let's say we're talking about what do you, I'm at a, a wedding reception. And I'm going to approach someone and say, so well, I'm curious, what do you think of the band? Right. I can say I can go up to him and just say, hey, what do you think of the band? Or I could say. So I was wondering, what do you think of the band? Or I'm curious, what do you think of the centerpiece? Right. So one of the things that you want to be very, very uh, close attention to when you're doing this out in the real world is that you soften it. A softener is basically a little phrase that you put in front of what you're doing, you're about to say that basically explains to them, this is why I'm about to tell you what I'm about to tell you. Okay. So again, your level one questions are always superficial. They're about the venue or the subject's reason for being there. And you ask them in an open-ended way. So uh, this is one of my favorite stories. One of my students came to one of my attraction meetups one time. And I was teaching the three magic questions protocol. And he went out that night to, I think, a local sports bar or some kind of club. He walked up to a, a lady he thought was attractive. And he said, hey, I'm curious, what are the drink specials tonight? And he did the echo, validate, echo, ask again process. And they are now married. Um, so this is a really, really powerful process. Um, Several years ago, I was teaching a killer influence training, and I had no less than five personal injury attorneys show up, one of whom became one of our top students. He took over 80 pages of notes and uh, started using this process in jury selection and started winning seven and eight figure verdicts left and right. He beat Boeing. He beat General Motors uh, and, and just won these really, really powerful verdicts by making everyone on the jury panel absolutely love them. Right. Uh, and there's a whole there's a whole psychology behind it, but it was basically this process. Um, level two questions. Before I go on to level two questions, let me um, go back really quick and ask if you have any questions about level one. Is there a list of softeners I can refer to? Uh, we teach them in Killer Influence. So if you've got the um, if you've got the courses or you get the manuals, there should be a list of softeners in there. Some of the ones that you can use are I was wondering. I'm curious. Let me ask you this um, just so I understand you better. These are all really good ones. And once you understand how they work, you can make up tons of them on your own. Okay. Does that help? <laughs> yeah. The, the, the manual helps, right? There, in fact, there's a lot of stuff in the manual we didn't talk about uh, because there's just too much to talk. There's too much in the manual compared to uh, what we have time to, we just overwhelm you with everything that the manual is worth its weight in gold, really is. Um, when we first created it, it was the size of a old school yellow pages, right? Um, and that was mostly bullet points. So yeah. Um, any other questions about level one of oh, three magic questions? Okay, Brad is saying, in the last couple of weeks, I've had two different women ask for my help. One is diagnosed depression and wants to be happy. The other has diagnosed PTSD and has been through the list of help. The first I'm telling, giving her a referral to get from her doctor. And second says she has done this so many things. She thinks she can choose things to do on her own and has several. I've told them both there's no guarantee, but they both believe it might be the answer advice. Um, okay. First and foremost, um, not an influence question, but Brad, if this person is is so sure that they know what to do, um, that's a control issue. 
right? If this person actually knew how to fix their problem, they wouldn't be sitting in your chair, right? So I would reevaluate them as clients and then refer them out, right? Because I have a feeling you're going to have nothing but problems with that client. That's just my, my intuition on that. Okay. Omar says, so the idea of, of level one questions is to get them out of their heads and grab their attention. That's it. And to do it, and this is, a, this is important. And to do it in a non, oops. Hold on a second. I muted myself. Um, yes, to get their attention in a non-threatening way. But to do, or to, to, yeah, to do it in a non-threatening way, okay? Um, because anybody can walk up to anybody and just start asking questions. The problem that we have when we approach, first of all, how many people here by just a show of hands think they have some level of approach anxiety? Like walking up to somebody and talking to them is fearful in some way or, or, or causes anxiety. Okay, congratulations. You're a human being. Every human being on the planet has some level of approach anxiety. Okay. It's a normal mammalian response. The problem is nobody told you that. And so because you think you're supposed to be fearless and courageous and talking to people should be easy, that it is. No. The idea that if you feel any kind of an energetic increase, your heart rate starts to speed up, you get a little bit of sweat. Keep in mind that that's just a normal response to meeting somebody you have never met before. Okay. So that's the first thing. The second thing is remember that when you apply this process, you're the one testing them. You're the one that wants to find out if they're actually worth getting to know. And that's what this protocol was originally designed for. It was designed to teach people how to create conversations, find commonalities, and evaluate the answers a person gives you and determine where they should fit in your life. So that puts you in the dominant or alpha position. Remember, the person who asks the questions in a conversation is, 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 is the alpha in the conversation. The idea is to get is to be asking the questions and letting them do the talking so that they fall in love with you in whatever context is appropriate, okay? You don't have to worry too much about what to say because what you need to say to them will come out of their mouth, right? But I wanted to just to, to touch on that approach anxiety thing a little bit because a lot of us, and, I, and I, I spent a lot of years, 15 years clinically, helping people deal with this. A normal human being will have some level of approach anxiety, okay? The problem is, is we, we, we start creating narratives around that feeling. And before you know it, what started off as a little twinge becomes this raging uh, emotional storm because of the narrative we've assigned to it. All you have to do is, is reframe the feeling to mean something else. And you're going to find you approach people much more easily. The other part of approach anxiety is uncertainty. And what I mean by that is when you approach, think about this for a moment. If you could look at somebody and know in just a few seconds with a high level of confidence that they actually wanted you to come and talk to them and 
you knew exactly what to say to them without tripping over your tongue or sounding stupid. Let me ask you a question. How nervous would you be about going and talking to them? Scale of zero to 10, type it in chat. Zero to one, okay, very good. Anybody else? Zero, is the, what does thumbs down mean, Edith? Zero, does that mean no, nothing? I need a number. Trying to type eight. So you would still have an eight. At, so on a scale of, of one to ten, of zero to ten, your 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 level of nervousness would be an eight, or your level of confidence would be an eight. Even nervous. Okay. So even if when you if you looked at them, and from what you saw. You could know with a high degree of certainty that they wanted you to come talk to them. You knew exactly what to say without making a fool of yourself. You would still be, you would still be an eight. And that's okay. If you are, that's fine. We'll work with it. Okay. I'm going to fix it. Okay. Well, have, we have a webinar for that. It's not this one, but we can fix it. We'll, we'll work on it. But you can take the same process. I have a fear of acceptance. Okay. So, I see we might have to fix some people today. Anybody else? Okay, let's play a game. Um, but before we do, actually, no, we'll, we'll do this game. We'll review the offer. We'll come back. We'll talk about level two questions. Does that sound like a plan? Yes or yes? Okay, so once again, if you're gonna do this drill, don't be driving, <laughs> all right? So here's how it works. I want you to close your eyes. I want you, I'm wondering if you could imagine something for me. I'm wondering if you could imagine a place that was so positive, so nurturing, so loving, so caring, so forgiving, so protective and nurturing, protective. A place that was so absolutely safe that no negativity of any kind could exist there for even a fraction of a second without being immediately vaporized or turned into its opposite. I'm curious, I'm wondering if you could imagine what a place like that might be like. Now you don't need to type it in the chat, just follow along. And I always wonder when I guide people through processes like this, what might that experience be like when you're in that place? What might you see? What might you hear? What might you smell? What might you taste? Because when you do that, when you're in that place and you see what you see and you hear what you hear and you smell and you taste what you smell and you taste, there's an amazing, wonderful feeling that you get. A feeling that lets you know you're truly safe. I'd like you to notice and become aware that there's a place in your body where those amazing feelings start, where they grow and where they spread from. Take a moment, point to where you feel it. As you point to where you feel it, look at it with your inner eyes. 
and notice there's a color, maybe even a series of colors connected to those amazing feelings. I'm curious what color or colors that might be for you, first impression. Now, you don't need to tell me, just experience that for yourself. And when you know you've got it, imagine a brilliant ball of that energy floating above your head. Notice how the feelings in your body shift and change with every breath you take and every beat of your heart. That ball of energy begins to grow, begins to expand, begins to fill the entire room from floor to ceiling, from wall to wall and all points in between. Notice how it wraps itself around you like an amazing blanket of safety. A cocoon, a shield, a suit of armor insulating you, protecting you from all threats, all dangers, real or imagined while at the same time flooding your mind, flooding your body, flooding your spirit with everything it most wants, everything it most needs in an infinite, ever-expanding and unlimited supply. And when you know you've got that, I want you to breathe those amazing colors through your entire being. Let it fill you up like water fills up a bottle, like fluid fills up a test tube, like hot air or helium fills up a balloon. Anchor it in so fully, so completely, no force in the universe can turn it off, Take it away, not even you. Take all the time you need in the next few moments to test that. And when you're certain it's locked in, type in the chat how you feel now. Natalia says, remarkably good. Crystal says, lighter. She says, great. Excellent. I feel shimmering inside of me. Edith says, peaceful. Here's the best part. The more you practice that simple technique, the more you'll move the work through the world. Melissa says, sweaty. That's normal, by the way. That means you're clearing stuff. Okay. Um, the more you do this exercise, the more you'll move through the world feeling safe and radiating safety out into the world, okay? This is called resolution frequency generator, okay? This is something, again, we teach this, and we'll teach variations of this in killer influence, identity by design, things of that nature. It's a way of understanding how to take control of your nervous system. So if you see somebody that looks interesting, the first thing you want to do, find a bathroom stall somewhere out of sight. Strike a power pose, breathe that safe energy through your body. Think about approaching them. Notice any place in your body where feeling start, breathe the safe energy again and dissolve it. Okay. Uh, in other classes and other trainings, like how to reprogram subconscious mind or uh, hidden laws of attraction, we'll show you how to decimate the reasons behind those feelings. But we don't need to go into that. We don't need to do all that to fix stuff in the moment. Right. But the more you do this, the more, once again, your brain will build the power of this and become more neuroplastic. Was this useful? Jessica says warm inside. Was this helpful? OK. All right. So. Um, as a, just again, to remind you that these are part of this is part of the training that uh, we give all of our killer influence students and things of that nature, learning how to control your state, right? So one of the things I want to remind you is that uh, these fast action bonuses, they go away um, when I log off the webinar. So just as a reminder, uh, what you're going to get 
is the Secrets of Human Influence Home Study Course. It's a $2,497 value. We'll also include uh, Weapons of Mass Instruction. It's a $1,997 value. We're going to give that to you absolutely free. The Renegade Reframing, the Art of Conversational Belief Change is a $1,997 value. We're going to give that to you free. We're going to give you Charisma and Conversion. This is an amazing course. It teaches you how all the high-level speakers have people stampeding to the back of the room to sign up for coaching by books, by products or services, more trainings, things of that nature. It's a $1,997 value. We're going to give it to you free. If, if you're one of the first 21 people to register for um, this package before I log off the webinar, we're going to give you a three-month trial membership to the NLP Power Mastermind Mentoring Program. It's a $1,597 value. We're going to give it to you free. We're also going to include the Stealth Instant Conversational Hypnosis Crash Course. Valued at $997. We're going to give that to you free. We're going to give you the Killer Influence VIP Super Ticket, the five-day uh, live certification boot camp here in San Diego, California. It's a $3,150 value. We're going to give this to you for free. It's going to be June 20th to the 24th, 2023 here in San Diego. And if for some reason you can't make that training, the next Killer Influence we schedule, we'll put you on the guest list and you can attend that one for free. Total package value, if you grabbed it today, is $14,225. But you can get it all for one low installment today of $997 or three easy installments of just $397 each. So for those of you who are ready, who want more of the good safety training that we just did and a lot more, all you need to do is go to www.killerinfluence.com forward slash go. Click the link right now and go to www.killerinfluence.com. Click the link. Click the link. Click the link, www.killerinfluence.com forward slash go-hi, I think is what they have uh, in, the, in, the, uh, in the training there. Okay, so uh, moving back to participants. And Jessica says it was useful. Yes, it is. Um, this is a really important thing. So let's talk about level two questions now. Okay, I got to change my screen again. So when we look at level two questions, right, once again, everything we do at level two questions is using the echo technique. But now what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about career, pleasure, and passion. Now, the original version of this, when we did it, and again, we're going through a basic version here. We In Killer Influence, we've got, we go through two or three more levels of this, making it even more powerful. But for today's training, this is good enough to get you started. If you want deeper training, grab your package and, uh, and start training uh, this material at home. But level two, the original, the level, the original um, level two question was only about career. And we modified it a little bit because sometimes you're going to see someone that you're interested in who doesn't like their job. Right. And so one of the things that happens with level two questions is we are tapping into the same hierarchy of body feelings that we tap into during the emotional motivation checklist. How many people here remember the, the, the emotional motivation checklist, the what's important about questions? Do you guys remember that? Yes or yes. OK, so. When we start hitting level two questions. We're tapping into the same reservoir 
that we're doing in the emotional motivation checklist. And the way we do this is through a process called identity or identification. Human beings can't talk about themselves, even if they're talking bad crap, like they're talking about how their life sucks. They can't talk about themselves without feeling good. That's what's funny about this, right? But a lot of times when you talk to people about their job, they don't like their job. You don't want people feeling crappy looking at you. So we, we modified it a little bit. So people always have an a lot of people have an idea for a book or a business. They have things that they're passionate about. They're things that they do for pleasure. They do for fun. What you want to do at level two questions is ask open-ended questions about one or more of these topics. What do they love about their job? What do they find most challenging? Where do they see themselves in five years? A lot of times what I'll tell people is like, I'll, I'll say things like, I'll, I'll ask somebody, because I'm curious, just so I understand you better. What do you do for a living? You know, that, you know, that, you know, that, that, that pays the bills. And they'll go, well, I'm an accountant. Oh, wow. And I'm actually curious, just so I understand, um, are you, are you doing it because it pays the bills or because it, it's it, what, it's what makes your heart go pitter patter. And nobody's ever asked them that before. Right. So you want to ask interesting questions, questions that aren't like cookie cutter, but you want to start off with the basic idea. So I'm curious. Let me ask you this. Um, what's important? What's 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 fun about being an accountant? What do you love about it? Right. And they're going to give you a story or you might say something. Wow. You know, I know there's a lot of people who are drawn to accounting. Now, I've, I've had a math allergy since I was 12. So I'm always curious how people come to the, the occupations they choose. So I'm curious, what's your origin story? How did you how did you decide to become an accountant? Were you like, did you wake up one day and say, numbers are my game? Or did your parents, were your parents accountants and you wanted to fall? I'm curious, just, you know, what, what what's what's behind that, right? And be genuinely curious about people, right? And what will happen is they will tell you their story. And the best part is, all the emotions, all the, the joys and the, the, the victories and everything that's incumbent in that story will be linked to you. And all the while, they're giving you their attitudes, their perceptions, their, their, their way that they, they see themselves, their sense of possibility, their sense of limitation. All these things are coming out in the things that they say to you. And you're, as a good little influence persuade and persuasion master, are taking notes. Yes, no, yes, no. This is what they said. This is what I interpreted as, right? And so all the, the longer they talk, the more connected to you they come, they become, right? And all you have to do when you talk to them is use their words, okay? And they'll continue to talk and they'll continue to feel good about you, right? So careers, passions, pleasures are the super glue. Now, most people, you never need to go beyond level two questions to get a powerful relationship. In fact, you should only ever go to level three questions if you've come to the decision that they are somebody you want to be a permanent part of your life, an intimate friend in whatever, in whatever context intimacy is, is, is appropriate. Okay. And the reason for this is, is because if you do this with the wrong people in the wrong context, 
and you go to level three question, you will have a stalker on your hands. Okay. For most types of relationships, it's never necessary to go beyond level two. Okay. So what will happen in level two questions is you'll ask a question. You'll pay attention. You'll validate their response. You'll echo their words. You'll ask them the question. They'll start telling stories. As you're listening to their response, your brain is going to do what we call a transderivational search. A transderivational search is your brain's search for meaning. In other words, when you hear a story about a great vacation the person in front of you said, like say they talk about they went to Hawaii and how they loved it. The first thing that happens when those words hit your brain is the brain goes, vacations, vacations, Hawaii, tropical, vacation, or what have I done that's close? And maybe you had, maybe you took a vacation to Fiji or the Bahamas, or maybe you didn't, you didn't get to a tropical location. You went to Europe, right? Your neurology is going to search through its memory banks and find the closest analogy to what the person is describing. This phenomena is a natural part of human communication. In my world and in this particular technique, we call it analog matching. And you'll see it every time somebody's on a first date. Person tells a story. The other person waits patiently for the person to finish talking so they can tell their story. And so you stand there and you start swapping stories, right? That's an organic process that's going to happen. The way you hack this is when you prime them to tell their story, you pay attention to the words they use. And when they're done telling their story, you tell your story briefly. But when you do, you use their words in your story as many times as you can. And what will happen is it will take something that's somewhat similar and make it do this. It will bond them to you on a deeper level. It will create that same sense of they're just like me because they can relate to you more profoundly. It takes away the mistranslation. It takes away the distancing filters that keep you from connecting even more fully. Okay. So once again, we'll cover this far more in depth in the live training because you'll actually get to practice it with lots and lots of different people in lots and lots of contexts from everything from job interviews to uh, speed dating, to sales presentations, to networking functions. We, we, we role play all of it. Right. Because, again, it's it's one thing to see it on a webinar. It's one thing to watch it on a video. It's a very different thing to go through it and live it live. OK. Questions about. Level two questions. Going once. Going twice. Is this useful? Natalia says yes. Crystal says yes. Okay. So ladies especially. But guys too, but ladies especially. Remember, if you're using this to vet potential dates or romantic partners. There's two fundamental aspects to this. 
The first one is the attraction generation prospect aspect of it. It's very, very easy. Very, very easy to be to seduce yourself into a relationship that's not good for you. Okay. Why? Because when you start generating and start utilizing three magic questions, you're going to generate connection. And rapport is a two-way street. That's why uh, when we teach you, that's why when we teach you the CPI model, the universal persuasion protocol, it starts with know your outcome, control your state, get rapport, use your language. Why does state control have to come first? Because you are going to learn how to generate very, very, very powerful states of rapport, chemistry, and connection with another human being. And if you don't, and, and rapport is a two-way street, it flows both ways. If you don't know how to control your state, you will fall victim to the very connection you're supposed to be controlling. So you have to have that hands-on training to really master this process. If there was a Jedi skill in Planet David, it would be the state control, right? Because you can put the whammy on an entire room and not even open your mouth. 80% of your, of your influence is done before the words come out. And that's just one piece of the state control training, right? And it's one of the things that we don't, we don't, we don't give out to the public beyond a, a few morsels here and there because it is one of our trade, our trade secrets, okay? Um, but the reason I say this, ladies, is the second part of three magic questions is to elicit information. It's to extract data about the person in front of you so you can profile them. So you can make a decision. Is this person a fit for me or isn't it? And you need to be able to make a qualified decision based on the data. And if you're at the mercy of rapport, what's going to happen is you're going to give people the benefit of the doubt that you shouldn't. Okay, from this point forward, whether you're a man or a woman, regardless of what your gender preference is as a romantic partner, you no longer date people with potential. Potential is off the books. You now actively seek to date people who are a fit for you, who are actively maximizing and actualizing their potential. Right. If you're looking at somebody from across the table and you're going, oh, man, with just a little a few tweaks, he could be amazing or she could be awesome. Get out. Assume the person in front of you is not going to change. Can you be happy with this person for the next 20 years as they are? Right. If the answer is no, take your time, slow down, evaluate. Okay. Again, we'll cover all this in the live event. But for those of you who want to use this, understand that there's two aspects to three magic questions. There's the attraction and connection generation and the testing the evaluation part of it, the analysis part of it. If you're having any doubts at level two, by no means should you go to level three, right? I just want to, and, and you must be willing to make the hard decision. If the person's not passing your test, if they're not matching your checklists, eject, right? They're better fit for somebody else. Um, so the good the, the good and bad news is, is those of you men or, men or women who use this, you're going to be a be generating more attraction in more people than you've ever done before. The suck part is you're going to be saying no to more of them because they don't fit. They're not a fit for you, right? So I promise you that's what I teach you how to do. So that's what I'm doing. Uh, Omar is asking, so when we're swapping stories, can we echo their words and energy back into them using our own story? Yes, that's exactly what I described. We're using our story. 
but we're, we're replacing the words in our story with their words. So if a person says, it was the most magnificent vacation I've ever had, and I'm telling my story, and I get to a point where it's appropriate, I would, and I'll, I'll say, and it was the most magnificent vacation I've ever had. I've used their word that bonds our stories together and makes them the same story, functionally. Right? It's almost like we did it together. Okay. Is this make sense? Is it useful? What if their words are not authentic to you? What does that mean, Natalia? When you say, Omar says great stuff. When you say, what if their words are not authentic to you? What does that mean? You just give me the thumbs up there. I don't talk like them or I'm not in agreement. Okay. First of all, what's your outcome? If they're, if they're doing things that aren't in harmony with you, that should be a flag right there. When we're using the echo technique, the secret to making it work is to talk like them as much as possible. Okay. Remember, you're going to feel different because the words that you're using aren't yours. It's not about you yet. It's about the other person. If the per the idea behind three magic questions is to use their words to neurologically trigger them to talk to you so you can evaluate if their character, their behavior, their values, and the way they satisfy those values is a fit. Do the activities that they like match what you like to do? That's the only reason to do this protocol initially. When you start using their words back to them, you're also going to start to generate attraction and increased self-disclosure in these people. It will not feel 100% authentic to you because you're not using your organic way of speaking. You're using a technique that allows them to feel all of the feelings they've ever wanted to feel with another human being and link those powerful feelings, the positive feelings in them to you. Then you make the decision. Are they a keeper? Are they a friend? Are they an intimate friend? Are they a friend with benefits? Are they a boyfriend, a fiance, a girlfriend, whatever? There's a whole continuum of, of, of levels from hell no to hell yeah um, that you can sort people into. But you have to be understand this process and be willing to commit to the process in a fun, playful way to maximize it. Okay? Remember, just like with anything with echo, because you're using another person's words, it'll always feel like you're doing something weird at first till you realize that what you're giving them is the gift of being felt, understood, connected, and validated, which is what every human being on the planet wants and will fight tooth and nail to keep most yeah this is this this is this will work like gangbusters in networking functions it'll work over the phone it'll work um pretty much any place it doesn't have to be a romantic context at all right uh my personal injury attorneys you know when they're when they're interviewing clients they use it during depositions and jury selection 
of all things. And the entire jury panel falls in love with him. So it doesn't matter who gets put on the jury and who doesn't. They all love the guy. Right. Um, anybody? Great question, though. Great question. But again, you notice I have to. You know, I always ask. I seek clarification and understanding before I respond, because I don't know where she was going with the whole authentic thing. Remember that when you're using any variation on the echo technique, and especially if you're just starting, it's going to feel conspicuous. It's, you're going to be self-conscious about it because it's not your normal organic way of speaking. It doesn't matter. It's not about you. It's about giving the other person the experience they want and need to have so they'll be the person you want them and need them to be. Does that make sense? Okay. So any other questions about level two question? Again, we'll, we'll cover this far more in depth during the, the Killer Influence training, both the, the video and the live event. Um, but th that's that's a pretty good treatment right there. Now, let's suppose, um, let's just review really quickly. Um, I make it a point of just, re just reminding people that the clock is running on these offers. So I just want you to make sure that um, you, you take your, you, you get the opportunity and you don't miss out for this. So Okay. So once again, uh, this is our package. It's the Secrets of Human Influence Home Study Course. It's a $2,497 value. Um, and it comes with that, the manuals and everything else. Uh, Weapons of Mass Instruction, $1,997 value. We're going to give that to you absolutely free. The Renegade Reframing, uh, Changing Conversations, Our Beliefs in Normal Conversations Home Study Course uh, with the card game is $1,997 value. We're going to give that to you free. We're going to give you the Charisma and Conversion, $1,997 value for free. Uh, the NLP Mastermind Mentoring Program and the 11-year video archive, $1,597 value. We're going to give it to you for free. The Stealth Instant Conversation Hypnosis Crash Course, $997 value. We're going to give that to you for free. And, of course, you get five days of full immersion, no-holds-barred covert hypnosis and NLP training at the Killer Influence Live Secrets of Covert Hypnosis five-day certification boot camp here, uh, June 20th through the 24th in San Diego, California. It's a $3,150 value. We're giving this to you absolutely free. Total package value, if you grab it right now, is $14,225. Uh, if you wait till 11.59 p.m., you're going to lose all the fast action bonuses and drop down to $8,400 value. Um, again, for no other reason than that VIP super ticket. I'd click that link right now if I were you. Total value, $14,225. You're going to get it all for one low installment of just $9.97. Or if you need a little extra help, a little extra time, you can break that up into three easy installments of just $3.97. Uh, and all you got to do to get yours is go to www.killerinfluence.com forward slash geo. www.killerinfluence.com forward slash geo dash hi right i think the uh i think holly's put the the the, the uh the link in your chat okay does anybody have any questions about the package remember that if there if you do have some of the products that are in this offer and uh you want to swap it out for something of equal or lesser value you're more than welcome to do that 
all you have to do is let Stephanie know and she'll work out uh, customizing the package and the program for you. Okay. Any other questions? Okay. Um, if there are, just type them. Uh, what we're going to do now is we're going to go and to talk about level three questions. Okay. So level three questions. Remember, there's a decision point we have to make. If you hit level two questions and the person is not passing your tests, stay at level two or eject. Stay at level two or eject, right? But if you decide that this person's worth a shot, then you're going to go to level three. Level three creates a hypnotic phenomenon in people's minds known as pseudo-orientation in time or time distortion. Uh, by a show of hands in the chat, how many people have ever met somebody? I want to make sure I didn't, I didn't mute myself, did I? How many people here have ever met somebody that even though you only knew them for a few minutes or half an hour, after speaking with them, it just seemed like you've known them your entire life. Like for some mysterious reason, the time just changed. And it's like this person has always been a part of your life. Like there was someone that was always important to you and you knew was going to be important going forward. Have you ever had an experience like that? Right. That's what level three questions do. Level three questions allow you to create the experience of having known somebody your whole life. Right. And so the keyword that we use, the code that we use for level three questions is early positive childhood experiences. OK, so the question that I originally learned to, to stimulate this was, so I'm curious, where did you grow up? Who were your friends? What did you love to play at when you were a kid? Right. So what happens is, and the important thing to remember is that the further in back in time we go, the more foundational to our personality and our identity, our memories become. In the clinic, when we would regress, when, when people would come in for things like, you know, losing weight, social anxiety, post-traumatic stress disorder, getting over a breakup, getting over being stuck about starting our business or business failing losing a loved one, like to a cancer or a disease, we would have what is commonly referred to as a presenting problem. In other words, there's something that brought them to the clinic, okay? So someone comes in and says, I need to, you know, I'm 35 years old, I just got a divorce, and it's been, you know, I, I got divorced, the divorce was final three years ago, I, I still can't seem to open up and, and, and find a relationship. Right. I don't let people pat. Most of my dates don't go past two or three. I, I just can't seem to um, to relax or open up. Or maybe somebody started a business. Right. And if they lost it now, they, they're, they're having emotional problems getting back on the horse. Well, that's their presenting problem. That's what they came in with. But when you actually talk to the boss, when you actually uh, put them in a trance and say, go back to the very first scene, situation or event, that is the source, the beginning, the root cause of XYZ problem that you're having today. 
99 times out of 100 without fail, they go back to the ages zero to five years old. Okay. Because you're nothing but a blank hard drive back then. So when we ask the question, tell me about your childhood. What, where did you grow up? Who did you love to play with? You know, what did you love to play at? Another transderivational search happens where we literally open up the memory files. We find the memory relevant to what we asked them to find. And what happens is in their head, they play that movie. They rem- as a, and there's, as they're talking about it, they're reliving the movie. But who are they looking at? Who are they looking at when they're reliving the movie? Who are they describing to as they're reliving the movie? If you did not answer in your own head themselves, well, actually, no, they're looking at you, the, the editorial you. If, if I'm with you right now and you're telling me about an early childhood experience, who are you looking at? I'm in your field of vision. Yes, you're playing a movie in your head and you may not consciously be orienting on me, but you're looking at me. I'm in your awareness. Okay. Guess who all those feelings get linked to. That's right. Now, one aspect of those feelings, you ever notice that memories that are really old have a slightly different feel to them than memories that are recent? You notice that? Yes or no? It's okay if you didn't. It's all right. The the length this this the sense of time connected to the memory gets linked to you as well. What actually happens is in, in a very weird way, you actually insert yourself into that memory. So that when they cycle through that memory, when they relive and re, re, reconstruct that memory, you're in it. And so they feel when they look at you, they feel like they've known you since that memory was first created. This is why you have to be careful because love is generated with shared emotional experiences over time. The only variable is the time, but the more emotional experiences you've had with somebody, the more connected you get. Okay. So if you do this with somebody who's not stable, well, shit could happen. And I've, I've, I've had people, Tell me about, I, I didn't listen to your warning and I did this with this crazy person and blah, 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 right? So here's the secret. You never use level three questions unless they've passed all of your tests. If you have any red flags, any doubts, keep them at level two. Right. You can generate powerful, very, very fulfilling relationships and not lock people into being in love with you. Okay. So again, level three is a gift you give to people. In the past, I just skipped to that level. Yeah, you can a lot of times you'll do that organically. Right. But remember the the point of the of, of the protocol is to do two things is to accelerate trust, connection, and intimacy and stimulate self-disclosure. Now, the best part about three magic questions, and this is why Chase loved, Chase Hughes loved it so much, is the deeper into this process you get, the harder it is for the other person to lie to you. 
without sending massive tells and signaling. So it really is a, a powerful life skill to have. Okay. Again, we'll cover this in depth at the, the live training uh, in June. Uh, it'll also be taught uh, in your Secrets of Human Influence uh, package. Right. But it's really, really powerful. We use it for a lot of things. Okay. Any questions about level three? You guys are either brilliant or I'm a great teacher. I'm not sure which. So this is a last call, as they say. Um, again, if you've been on the fence, if uh, you've gotten any value from the, the, the tidbits and the sample platter I share with you, I please uh, encourage you to click this link. Go to www.killerinfluence.com forward slash go-hi. You'll get the Secrets of Human Influence Home Study Course valued at $2,497. You'll get the Weapons of Mass Instruction valued at $1,997. We're going to give that to you free. The Renegade Reframing uh, Course, $1,997. We're going to give that to you for free. Uh, Charisma and Conversion, again, $1,997 for free. NLP Power Mastermind Mentoring Program and the 11-year video archive. Access $1,597 value. We're going to give that to you for free. The Stealth Instant Conversation Hypnosis Crash Course, $997 value, absolutely free. And of course, the big, the big uh, Mondo Supremo uh, bonus, <clears throat> the Killer Influence VIP Super Ticket, five-day hypnosis certification, uh, June 20th through the 24th here in San Diego, California, valued at $3,150. Total package value is $14,000. Uh, 225. You get it all for one low installment of just 997. Or if you need to, you can break that up into three easy installments of um, of 997 each. All you got to do is go to www.killerinfluence.com forward slash go. Just click it in the chat link there, and uh, you'll be good to go. If you have questions, reach out to Stephanie, and she'll walk you through the process. She'll get all of your customer service issues lined out. Thank you to Holly, Seth. Henry, Brandon, and all the other uh, team members who are in the background uh, making this stuff flow smooth, answering all your questions. Thank you to all of my uh, Planet David veterans who've supported us over the years, who've been with us through thick and thin, but even most importantly, who've taken the techniques out into the world and actually used them and changed your life for the better. You, you are our message to the world. Jerry, the, you get these courses uh, within 24 hours, actually usually the same day, but give it up to 24 hours for the, the processing to, um, to go through. But usually it's, it's within, within an hour you get it. So, um, but again, uh, if you have any questions about how, to, how, to, how those products are delivered, they're all digital downloads. So just go to uh, www, or just call Stephanie, 858-282-4663. <clears throat> Um, yeah, I want to thank you all for spending time with me. Uh, it's good to be back. Hopefully, uh, our brothers and sisters on YouTube won't feel, uh, cheated or, um, dissed because of the uh, technical issues we were having. Do you have any other questions that I can answer for you before I set you loose in the world?
All right. Well, that being said, I want to thank you all once again. Once again, thank you to the team. And uh, this is Dr. David. Over and out. Good night. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Unlimited Influence Reprogram Your Subconscious Mind with Dr. David Snyder. Stay updated by visiting at www.davidsnydernlp.com and follow social media accounts. If you want to reprogram your subconscious mind, don't hesitate to call at 858-282-4663 and we can talk more about what your mind has to offer. 